proud to be a woman. Girls and women are powerful. Beauty. Badass. Feminine. Passion. Equality. Power. Professional. Diligence. Advocates for change. Welcome to She Plus, the female empowerment podcast that tells the extraordinary stories of everyday humans. I'm your host, Elise Dean. On today's episode, we sat down with Carielle Coates, who is using her singing voice to achieve her dreams. It's been six years since Carielle was last at home with her family on the Caribbean island Antigua. When I left my island, Antigua, I was about 16 years old, so pretty young. Um, not really sure what I wanted to do with life, but I had an understanding that my purpose was somewhat in music, but at the same time, I knew I loved Spanish. So one of the reasons why I chose to go to Puerto Rico to study at such a young age was because I wanted to learn a new language. So as I moved to Puerto Rico and I started to learn more about myself and recognize how much of an impact I had in my school musically, that's when I started to, you know, fall in love with music a little bit more. I started to play the piano and the guitar a lot more. I was involved in all the ministries that had to do with music. I was the director of music. So in a sense, I started realizing, like, this is what I'm really, really called to do. So it's like one of those moments where although you're studying something that may just be affiliated with, you know, what you want to do career-wise, as far as like what your passion really is, I was recognizing that, okay, so Spanish is something I like to do, but like music is what I love. So after studying for about five years in Puerto Rico, I realized that, you know, those five years were kind of like dedicated to building that career, but not much was really being done for building my music side of life. After finishing college in Puerto Rico, Carielle made a choice, a choice to pursue her musical dreams. And that led her to the United States on an F1 student visa. This type of visa allows her to enter the United States to attend an academic institution or university. For Carielle, this meant going to graduate school for clinical psychology at Washington Adventist University in Maryland. One of the things that I've thought about doing is to also branch over and do music therapy. So what I'm trying to do is use my talents and gifts with music and also my knowledge in clinical psychology and bring it together to become a music therapist as well. And what I want to do is to be able to touch lives and, you know, help people that are going through depression, help people that are going through or having struggles with mental illnesses. And I definitely want to use what I know and use the talents that God has given me to really like help others. And I feel like A lot of the inspiration comes from obviously personal experiences. Um, I think sometimes I go through things and I think, yes, I'm going through this, but I always thought about this is not just happening to me for any reason. It's going to be for a blessing to somebody else someday. So whenever I go through those experiences, I try my best to write it down. I try my best to talk about it. I try my best to make sure that this is something that I can go back to and turn into a song, you know, because these are experiences that 
you know, when you go through something, you have to remember that you're not in this world and your purpose for being in this world is not for yourself. You're here to help others. You're here to show other people how to make it through life. Like we're all trying to figure it out. We're all trying to get through it. So if you realize that you found a secret of how to, you know, overcome depression, how to overcome a struggle, like why would you keep that to yourself? And I feel like that's the beauty about being artists. We have a way to connect with other people to let somebody know, hey, I understand what you're going through. I know where you're coming from. And if you think that nobody else knows, let this music show you that. When I heard about Cariel's story, I knew immediately that I had to interview her. And it's not only because I got a private concert in my makeshift recording studio, but it was because of her passion for singing and her determination to reach her dreams. It was practically palpable. In other words, I could literally feel the energy of her passion for singing just by how she spoke to me about it. And what better way to get her voice out there than by performing gigs and singing on the street? The plan in the beginning was to first come to the United States and after that, you know, get enrolled in school and I completed that. Then the goal after there was to, you know, get my voice out there. And I said, okay, how am I going to do that? And I decided, all right, I'm going to, you know, start performing, start, you know, trying to do gigs here and there. And then after that, it was like, okay, but now how do I want to like, you know, go from here? And it was like, okay, I need to start building my social media. So I started to post videos, started to connect with people that way, started to get followings from street performing. So now that I've completed those goals, you know, I don't want to just continue being here as an F1 student. I definitely want to get to the point where I have residency, where I have citizenship so that while I'm here in the United States, I don't have to worry about, okay, well, now I have to go back home because my visa is about to expire or now I got to go back home and put my dreams on pause because, you know, I can't stay here in the United States unless I'm on a student visa or things like that. So I definitely am hoping that, you know, through everything that I have gone through and everything that I'm, you know, you know, sharing with the world that maybe that someday somebody will probably see me and be able to help me and sponsor me to be able to, you know, stay in the United States and, you know, actually get to the point where I don't have to worry about those visa situations. Mm -hmm. So after that, you know, I definitely see myself, you know, doing shows and traveling all over the world and hopefully finally getting to put my music out there, build a following and just continuing to inspire people. And one day when a Grammy or two or three or four or five, <laughs> what do they call it? Um... <laughs> Who knows? I just know that one day I keep telling people I'm going to go from the street to the big stage. Now, if you live in D.C., there's a strong chance that you've probably walked by Carielle while she was performing. Maybe you even stopped to listen because honestly, her voice is incredible. Just hold on, see change is coming. See, hold on, don't you worry about a thing. Just hold on, see you can make it. Just hold on. Don't you worry about a thing, keep holding on, keep holding But the audience that Carielle draws today is not exactly where she started. So I actually had a friend that was really helping me out at that time, and he wanted to, you know, advance in his career as a manager, and I wanted to, you know, 
you know, excel in being an artist. So it was just like, you know, let's work together. Let's try to figure this out. So he was really trying to help me. And he was one of the first persons that actually suggested for me to go out and street perform. So I still remember that day I had my piano. I had like maybe one speaker. And, you know, sometimes you have like a little tip jar. And I remember going out in Silver Spring, setting up my piano. And, you know, people were walking by with curiosity, like, what is this girl about to do, you know? So I think the very first song I sang was Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, actually. And I did that on piano. I think I still have like the clip in my phone is actually pretty funny to like think about how like that's how it all started so yeah i performed and you know i sang a couple songs where i was actually playing piano and singing at the same time and i remember people were just walking by you know kind of amazed like wow this is really you know this is really good but the thing is like at that time i never had like business cards or anything so people would walk up to me and say hey you know like where can we find you performing and i was like well i'm not really performing anywhere right now like this is just what i'm doing i'm just trying to get myself out there and they would encourage me and tell me hey you know you should try to do you know other events and things like that so i started to perform a lot at busboys and poets so that was like one of my first like you know restaurant type gigs and i started doing that more often so after that like you know i started to use the money actually that i got the very first time um the very couple, the first couple times i started performing i used that money to buy my first car actually it was i bought my first car all cash from just like you know street performing and things like that so that's kind of how like things got started and then after that i started to use the money to even help to get more equipment so i ended up having two speakers now it had a piano i was able to buy my guitar like you know things like that being on an f1 student visa makes it essentially impossible to work because your primary purpose is to study so for Carielle, performing on the street has been essential to supporting her livelihood and affording school. So she performs every chance she gets. From Foggy Bottom to Silver Spring, Carielle has staked out the highly trafficked areas of DC where she can grow her audience. And she's also learned the art of singing her hit songs just at the right time. The reason why I like downtown Silver Spring so much is because it has like the seats. So like people can walk by and they can like sit down and like enjoy it. Like if it's like a full blown concert and it's just like, you know, a lot of people, you know, when they see people sitting, more people come, more people come, more money comes. So, you know, I would definitely like to say that. And Foggy Bottom, it has, you know, a lot of people, the metro stations right there, the hospitals right there, the, the universities right there. So it's just like, it's just, it's that's one of the best places that I would say to go. And you have to know when to sing your hit songs in those moments so that you can capture. So there's a strategy to it. You know, you have to really sure. like, you know, know how to do it. Make sure you're singing the right songs. Make sure you're connecting with people, talking with people. And yeah, inspiring. So what are your hit songs? So I do, with anything Whitney Houston, people are going to stop because Whitney hands down was an icon rest in peace Whitney we love you um so anything Whitney like you know definitely anything Patti LaBelle anything Michael Jackson anything Alicia Keys I realized those are the top you know songs and artists that really get a lot of attention Carielle sometimes spends up to eight hours a day performing in DC and while she's doing what she loves it's not just about the actual singing and performing that Carielle cares about it's also about how it affects her audience. Every time I go out, I take it as a job. Like, you know, I'm like, you know what? This is my nine to five, you know? Some people's nine to five is like sitting in an office. My nine to five is like bringing joy to people and letting people come by and like, you know, they're having a bad day at work. Sometimes people will walk up to me and be like, you have no idea. Like I needed that song. Like I was having a rough day at work. Like I just, you know, I wanted to have like a break and you gave that to me. Like, it's so amazing to hear all the responses, go back on my Instagram and see like all the followings I got from that day. So it's an experience that I wouldn't trade for anything. Honestly, it's just like, you get to 
see how your music like impacts like somebody right there in front of your eyes instead of like you know being behind a camera and just like you know saying oh i'm on i'm on the you know the camera like you know playing a guitar and then you're like you're seeing people comment like you're seeing the reactions of people right before you but cariel admits that when thousands of faces pass by you on a daily basis it can be kind of daunting not everyone is nice all of the time. There's a lot of neg <laughs> negative energy. What is that like? But the funny thing is, like, since I'm such a positive person, I just try to, you know, blank it out sometimes. Um, you know, sometimes you'll have people come by and they'll just tell you, um, can you turn your music down? I don't want to hear music. I don't want to hear anything today. You'll have people that, you know, live by in the area that they're just like, hey, you're like, you know, you've been singing for two hours. Like, why don't you leave? Like, things like that. I've had so many, like, <laughs> you know, grumpy people just walk up to me and say certain things. And I'm just like, may the Lord bless your heart. <laughs> You're probably going through something right now. Do you want me to sing your song, a lullaby? <laughs> you know, and I've had people, like, try to walk up to me, try to, you know, steal my money, try to steal, like, things really? that I've had. Yes, it happens. It happens. But honestly, that doesn't really phase Cariel in the slightest. It's not really easy to be out there all by yourself. And I feel like it's sometimes it's, it's so funny because I'll see people watching me and they'll like see me as a woman, you know, taking up these strong speakers, putting them up, like connecting all, you know, the musical pieces together. And they're like, wow, <laughs> you know, so like a strong black woman out here doing her thing. And, you know, sometimes it's not really easy. Um, but, you know, I try to push past all the negativity and I just I just keep singing, you know. This original interview took place back in early January of this year, but we recently caught up with Cariel to see how things have been going since then. And that's after this short break. This message is brought to you by She Plus Podcast. You've already heard Cariel's beautiful singing voice on this episode. And maybe if you're like me, just one song isn't enough. Well, I've got some good news for you. You can hear more from Cariel because she's offering virtual piano and vocal lessons. She's also offering performances for special events. During these difficult times, Cariel's beautiful voice will bring you pure joy. Schedule a booking now by emailing carielcoats, the number two, at gmail.com. I know it gets rough sometimes. I know it gets rough sometimes. I know it gets rough sometimes, but you just gotta keep holding on. I know it gets rough sometimes. I know it gets rough sometimes. I know it gets rough sometimes, but you just gotta keep holding on. Keep Welcome back. On this episode of She Plus, we're talking with Carielle Coates about singing on the streets to help fund school. When I last spoke with Carielle, she was getting tons of exposure. From an interview on the local Fox News station to landing major gigs, things were looking up. But then... The outbreak of a mystery virus in China that now has the World Health Organization on edge. At least four people have died and hundreds more are sick. The Centers for Disease Control is reporting the first case of coronavirus has made it here in the U.S. A Washington state resident fell ill after returning from Wuhan. 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 China. Today, the World Health Organization 
officially announced that this is a global pandemic. We will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. All of Italy is now on lockdown over the coronavirus. We have it so well under control. That man harassed me for not wearing a mask. I have a breathing problem. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. New York has become ground zero for coronavirus. The U.S. death toll now above. 150,000. No one has been arrested or charged in the death of 25-year-old Ahmad Arbery. Police say he was chased by two men who suspected him of a crime. Arbery's family says all he was doing was jogging. Loved ones of Breonna Taylor grieving and outraged. The 26-year-old Louisville first responder shot eight times and killed by police. George Floyd was pinned to the ground and died. Minutes later, fired officer Derek Chauvin, seen in that horrific video, jamming his knee into Floyd's neck while he was handcuffed on the ground. Officers in Aurora, Colorado, stopped 23-year-old Elijah McClain. McClain later died after being placed in a chokehold. So I sat down with Carielle again to see how she's been doing. I was performing on, you know, Fox News and things like that, you know, that really, you know, got some attention from people. So I was really booking a lot of events and everything just seemed to, you know, be coming up on this rise. And then COVID happened. And it was just like little by little, like everything musically that I had lined up to do was just like falling apart. So people canceling their weddings or their small events and saying, hey, we don't feel comfortable. We don't think we're going to do it this year. And then after that, it was the, the larger events, like the festivals I had planned to sing at, you know, like the concerts that I was supposed to do. And little by little, it was just like shutting down. And then like the churches that I was playing at, that was like, you know, they, were, they weren't going to church anymore. So they didn't need a musician or a pianist anymore. And at that moment, I started to realize like, music was really helping me <laughs> to survive. You know, it really was one of those main things that was really helping me to be able to balance things out financially. So when you start thinking about how you're losing all of these um, musical opportunities, you know, it really starts to, to hit. I was at a place where, you know, like financially, it just became very, very hard. And for me, I think why it affected me so much is because I worked so hard to get to this point where things would start, you know, rising in all aspects of my life. And then when COVID happened, it just felt like, okay, here we are back to square one. The good news? Carielle was able to switch from an F1 student visa to an H1B visa. This means that an employee can sponsor Carielle to work in the United States. So she's taking time off of school to teach Spanish. As for going out to perform in DC though, I have gone out like maybe once or twice to perform outside, but you know, you're still in that spot where you're like, Ugh, I'm not, I don't feel completely comfortable like being outside and like having so many people be around. But I have tried to at least let people know, hey, it, it's not over. I'm still here, <laughs> still performing. And I feel like at this time, you know, I, I take the risk because I know people need to hear my voice and know that, you know, it's going to be okay. I know that I was purposed to do that in times like these to let people know, hey, you know, like we're going to rise above this. This part of me that knows, like, I want to help people. I want to give people, you know, encouragement. I want to just like, you know, put a smile on people's faces again. You know, like I miss doing that, you know, and this would be the time, like usually in summer when 
it was like, you know, we'd be out there really just, you know, encouraging people and letting people know, hey, like, it's going to be okay. But in a time like this, I can see the interaction is already different because, you know, there's times when you want to tell people, hey, you know, clap, move, dance, do this. And it's just like, most people don't really even want to move anymore, you know? So I think it affects, you know, that part of the um, communication um, between people. I think less people at this time, they, they, I don't want to say they don't want to give. I just feel like, you know, everybody's just in a situation right now, especially when it comes to financially. So I do see how, you know, it's definitely affected the way or how much, you know, people give, you know, when they are donating. Even though coronavirus has drastically changed Cariel's plans, she's still using this time to reflect and find ways to grow from this new and unexpected situation. I don't know about anybody else, but for me, I have never thought so much in my life. I've never like done so much self-reflecting. Like this is a time where, you know, I had to like, you know, deal with a lot of personal issues that I was going through. Like, you know, I started to do therapy, you know, like just very specific things that, you know, in this season, like it was really necessary for me to do. And if things hadn't played out the way they did, I wouldn't have thought about life the way I did. I would not have planned for life in the way that I am now. So, you know, I really took some time to really just learn some more about me and what I wanted out of life, you know? Um, so that's the way I've been kind of like, you know, trying to use this as a way to gear it in a positive way. I've also used this time to write some more songs about, you know, these things I've been going through, like, you know, the hardships of, you know, really trying to figure out where am I going to go next? You know, that, that valley of just feeling confused of, you know, questioning God and things like, you know, why is this type of stuff happening or just like questioning your purpose like you know that was a time to really like dive into to really write about those things and I feel like at the end of the day this is only for a season we don't know how long the season is going to be but at this time it's like you know sometimes we think so much about wanting to jump to the next season but it's like what can you really learn and take from this season so I've just really been in that place of like really trying to learn from what I can in this season because once this season is over it's like you really need to take everything you've learned and just like go for it. As quarantine continues with an unknown expiration date, Carielle has been searching for new ways to grow her audience all while remaining socially distant. So right now my space is you know, virtually, you know, using all those online, um, you know, um, ways to really connect with people. So most of the virtual events that I do are like, they're kind of like private events. Like if somebody has like a specific um, uh, like birthday event or like a wedding event or, you know, anything for the, like the corporation, things like that. Um, but I do plan to do a um, couple Facebook lives coming up um, so that more people that are on my Facebook can join. There's actually this thing called Quarantine Karaoke. Um, so they have like thousands of followers. Um, so I'm actually going to be um, doing a special on their um, website. I think, you know, as much as it is not, it's not a great situation to be in, there's always a way to try to make the best out of it. So that's what I'm really trying to do right now in the midst of everything. That's all for this episode of She Plus. But before you go, please consider leaving us a review and subscribing if you enjoy listening to She Plus. It would mean the world to me. Also, follow us on social media. We're active on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
you can find us at she underscore plus underscore pod. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.